1: BLOB TALK RADIO Feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass I'm back in my helmet, cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle, listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall.
0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth quarter I'm your host this evening, Jennifer Johnson filling in for coach. She's down with bronchitis, so he asked me to fill in. Uh, I'll have Mindy Jenkins, defensive tackle for the Tri-City Thunder, join me here in a few minutes to help kind of co-host this thing and get us through the evening. This is our first time doing this, so uh, bear with us. We may stumble a little bit, but we'll try our best. Um, tonight, we've got a couple things on the menu to talk about. Uh, first of all, college football. Uh, Alabama taking the beat down by Clemson. Uh, worst loss in saving history, I heard. Uh, I don't think anybody seen that coming except maybe Clemson fans. 44-16, I think, was the final score. So, uh, yeah, uh, Clemson came in, done the deal. I mean, uh, looked good on all aspects of the game. They, they kind of uh, put Alabama behind the chains to sort of say right off the get-go um, with Alabama's quarterback throwing a pick six. Um, it just seems like they never could get back to where they needed to be to take the lead and stay in command playing uh, Alabama football. I've seen a lot of things that Alabama did in the game that um, is not standard pro to say of the Saban coach team. Uh, a lot of turnovers, penalties, cost herself the game in a lot of ways. Um in a game that magnitude against a team that good you just can't overcome it. So forty four sixteen I think was the final. Uh, maybe we're we're beginning to see the the Clemson dominance round to stay. That quarterback, he sure seems like the real deal to me to be a true freshman. I mean, he's the best that I've seen in a while. So just as good as he looked, I thought um, Tua looked that bad. Uh, He done a few good things, but to come in and be the hero last year in the championship game, to uh, come in this year and kind of uh, lay the egg, I think Alabama did put in Hurts later on the game, but I think it's too little too late at that point. So uh, interesting, needless to say, we'll see how they rebound uh, I guess both those quarterbacks will be coming back next year. I know Clemson's will. Um, see, what, see where we go from there. So uh, moving on, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about NFL. Mindy should be joining us in here anytime. Um, anybody else that wants to call in, got any questions, feel free to text me. Uh, call in is 657-383-1020. Again, 657-383-1020. Call us up. We'll talk football. Ask me any questions. Uh, whatever. We'll try our best to make a fun night of it. So uh, moving on to the NFL. <clears throat> uh, I got a chance to pretty much watch about all these games this weekend. Uh, all all the road teams won except uh, the Cowboys. Um uh, the Bears game and the Eagles, I'd probably say, was my pick out of the three. Um, it was pretty interesting. Came down to that last-minute kick um, with the Eagles pulling it out 16-15. to 15. Um, Seeing the Bears kick a field goal and make it and then the Eagles coach him took the timeout and then he comes back. I think they officially ended up and did declare that a block. Uh, somebody got a tip on it, but it double-donked on the the goalpost and the upright, so uh, a little bit, of, but, little bit of bad luck there for him. I think that kicker's had it rough all year. Uh, maybe he can rebound, and they're a young team, I think, overall, and can get back there next year. But, I mean, 16-15, to 15, uh, some good defensive games this weekend. Uh, Chargers at the Ravens, uh, Chargers won 23-17, uh, defensively, the Chargers pretty much stifled the Ravens on offense all day long. The Ravens couldn't do anything. I wasn't impressed with the Ravens at all. I'd seen the Jackson kid play a little bit. Um, just too too predictable. I mean, me sitting on the couch, Coach and I was talking about it. I said, if we're sitting here on the couch and know what they're going to run, how does the Chargers... You know, they got to know. Uh, so, very predictable. I wasn't impressed at all. To be honest, I don't know how John Halbaugh's job's safe. However, I did read today that it is, at least through 2019. So, um uh, little, little surprised about that. Interesting to see where Flacco, if he's going to stay, go, uh, what's going to happen there. So, uh, Chargers, I mean, we, they're traveling to New England next week. So, we'll, we'll see what they're made of then because everybody knows the Patriots is going to bring their A game in the playoffs. So um, Cowboys, Seahawks game, Um, Seahawks. I'm just not a Seahawks fan, not really a Cowboy fan either, but Seahawks, man, I was happy to see them get beat. I I just, that's one team I really, them and the Patriots are really, really disliked. So I was pretty happy to to see the Cowboys pull that one off. Again, the only home team to win in the playoffs uh, so far, Um, Texans come out, they laid an egg over the Colts, the Colts won 21 to 7, that's pretty dominant, but I'm pretty happy for Andrew Luck, see him to come back this year and uh, do the things he's done to get this team back, um, started off a little rough last year out with the injury. I'm glad to see him, uh, having a good year on the rebound, so, uh, I'm not sure, I didn't see all of the Texans games, so I'm not sure what exactly did happen, but um, I know that the Colts jumped out early to a 14 nothing lead and didn't look back after that, but um, 21-7 to was the final there. So this, this coming up week, we got uh, the divisional round, we got the Colts will travel to Kansas City on Saturday and play, that's, that's my pick of the week for the game. Um. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has really changed me into a Kansas City fan. I just like his enthusiastic energy, what he brings to that team. I mean, you're never out of the game with an arm that he has. So I'm pretty excited to watch that game. It comes on Saturday, I think about 4:30. The the early line betting in Kansas City is uh, Kansas City is favored by four. Uh, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. They play the Colts, so man. Uh, we got a question come through. It says, how cool was it to see Andrew Luck in that tunnel at Nissan Stadium? I'll talk a little bit about my experience at Nissan Stadium here in a few minutes, but just to touch on that while we're here, the, the Colts was my team while Peyton Manning was there, and I was a little bitter when they let him go, um, but but Andrew Luck's bringing me back around, So, but to see him he just seems like a, an humble guy. I really appreciate that. I really like it. Um, seeing him in that tunnel was was pretty amazing. He was just walking out through there by himself, walking in that tunnel, minding his own business, no big entourage or nothing. And just, you know, we were like, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Andrew Luck. That's Andrew Luck. And he just looks over and just smiles and gives us the thumbs up, you know. So, that That was pretty amazing, so we'll talk more about that in a few minutes when we get on down talking about uh I want to talk to Mindy about that some, but um so we got the cowboys traveling to the Rams on saturday um that's at eight fifteen Saturday night. The Rams are favored by six and a half, so I'm interested to see um what this what this Rams team's gonna do. They've looked good at times, and then at times they've looked like I'm not too sure about them. So I'm interested to see see what's going to happen there. On the Cowboys, we're going to see if Dak and Zeke show up or what's going to happen there. They both had good, pretty good games against the Seahawks, so interested to see how that's going to turn out. Um, that should be a good game. All these should be good games. Uh, Sunday, we got Chargers traveling to the Patriots. That's one of those games I kind of wish it could end in a a draw or something. I can't stand either one of those teams, really. Um, Of course, I've never been a Patriots fan at all, but Chargers, I'm not a fan of them either. But uh, I wish it could have been some other matchup some way so I could root it against them both. But uh, I'm not a Patriots fan at all by no means, so neither am I Chargers. But I'm interested to see what happens. The Chargers got a good defense, so... We're going to see where, if Brady's his normal postseason self and pulls it out or um, has the Chargers got something for him this year. I mean, the defense is pretty strong. They say defensive wins championships this time of year, so it's, it's time to see New England favored by five. So that, that should be interesting. Uh, then on Sunday, we got uh, also uh, 440. We got Eagles traveling to the Saints. Um, Saints are favored by seven and a half. That could be a tricky number. Um, Nick Foles just keeps bringing back the magic once again. I, I'm just not sure what the Eagles are going to do with him after this year. I mean, he's, uh, they got a big decision to make on their hands. What, the, what they're going to do with him? But uh, this should, this should be a good game. Also, um, Drew Brees flinging the ball around. Eagles defense makes just enough plays to to keep it a tight one in the win over the Bears. So we'll we'll see if he can they can slow down the Saints this weekend. So uh, Drew Brees is the Hall of Fame quarterback in the when he, his time comes to retire. So we'll we'll see what happens there. We'll take a break here for just a second, and we'll be right back with you.
1: Hey, this is Ashley Miner, quarterback for the Tri-Cities Thunder, and you're listening to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson on J.C. Hawk's Sports Network.
0: All right. Well, I guess that commercial didn't play through like we thought it should, so uh, we appreciate Ashley's promo. We was trying to get Jessica to play there, but it didn't, I don't guess, work through. So, anyways, back to the the subject at hand. We're going to move on here to... Some news and notes from the NFL. Hey, I'm I Jessica here Lee little... Lyman for
1: the tri city Thunder, and you're listening to the Fifth Quarter with Coach Johnson.
0: I guess Jessica just decided she wanted to play on her own time there. If, we, if anybody knows Tweed, that's that's quota say for her, so uh, make her own entrance. So it just it didn't play, and now it did. So anyway, moving on, coaching searches. Uh, I looked up earlier and seen that Cliff Kingsbury had went to the Cardinals that hired him. In a short stint, uh, he was at USC. I'm not sure how all the contract aspects will work out of that because he wasn't there very long. So, But uh, I've seen that they did announce that the Cardinals hired him, so that should be interesting. Uh, they they need some offensive help up there pretty bad. I think they've been pretty stale on offense, but they really ain't had a quarterback to do it with. So uh, maybe he can get that program turned around, headed in the right direction. Uh, I know they've got a few solid foundation pieces with – uh Fitzgerald, he's been there for a long time. Patrick Peterson. So uh, we'll see where he's gonna do about a quarterback. They're in desperate need, I think, of one. So uh, I see that uh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels said uh after a couple interviews that he's staying with the Patriots. Uh no more interviews. He he announced today that he was gonna stay on with them this coming up season. So uh he's out of the coaching loop. So that takes him off the market. And I see that the Bucks offer offered their head coach position to Bruce Arian. Uh, that could be interesting. Um, I'm not sure how him and uh, Jameis Winston would jive myself. I just don't see it as a good fit. But, you know, what do, what do I know? That's just my opinion. Uh, I see Bruce Arian as just from the outside looking in. I see him as a straight-up, straight-shooter guy. And I just don't think he'd like to put up with the antics that Jameis Winston seems to bring to the program. So um, he's their quarterback. They said for 2019, they're keep they're going to keep him, pick up his option or his bonus, whatever that's considered, and they're going to keep him. So I just I don't know how that'll work out. Um, I just I just don't think that that's I just don't think Jameis is the franchise quarterback for the for not only Tampa Bay, but, but for anywhere. So anyways, moving on Green Bay. Um, it looks like that they're hiring the Titans offensive coordinator, Matt LaFure. Not sure how you pronounce that last name, but, uh, he came from, he's coming from the Titans as their offensive coordinator this past year. Uh, I think that, excuse me, was announced today, um, that they're hiring him. So, I heard him say on NFL Network that you had to have a a degree in psychology to be hired as a Green Bay coach so you could um, communicate with your quarterback. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. I don't know a lot about him, but I I haven't seen a whole lot out of the Titans offense the last year or so to to impress me. So they know more than I do, though. So we'll see where that goes. As I mentioned earlier, John Holbrook said his job was safe for 2019. I just feel like that him and the Steelers both, I think, Tomlin, I think it's time for a change, personally, my opinion, at both of those jobs. I just feel like that their time is should should be up, in my opinion, because things have got out of hand at the Steelers. I mean, from Antonio Brown throwing his antics to Le'Veon Bell holdout BS to, you know, I just I just think it's time for some changes there, somebody to bring back some discipline in the house and um make things work. So John Hoover as I said, they said his job was safe. So I don't I don't know how maybe they're going to give him one more year to try it out with the kids and uh the Jackson boy and see how it works out, but uh I just wasn't impressed with neither situation. Of course, uh, the Jackson boy was he is a heck of an athlete and can run the ball, but you got to have somebody at this level can do more than run it so again that's just my opinion but uh anyways we're we're going to move on we're going to talk a little bit about our season and um uh, the news that w- that we've got uh again if you want to call in tonight on uh, questions comments just want to chat it up give us a call 657-383-1020 we probably won't be with you real long but i wanted to uh talk with you a little bit about our season. Um, We're kicking off season this year, March the 30th, um, officially. Uh, We'll be going to open up on the road at the Carolina Cardinals. Uh, That's a new team that's formed over in Rayford, North Carolina. So we're excited about that, Uh, see what they've got to offer, and and get the season kicked off. But... um, again, March 30th is our, is our whole, well, it's not just our season kicked off, it's the entire USWFL league, so um, go check us out, uswfl.com, we have uh, our website, totally revamped, um, Logan Winnie Designs, he's partnered with us as a league member and as a Thunder partner, he's totally he's in the process of totally redoing the Thunder's website as we speak, so next couple of weeks that should be up and totally revamped with some fresh fresh material, pictures, videos, the whole nine yards. So if if anybody out there's needing a the website design, just needs some maintenance to it, check him out. Um Logan Winnie Designs. You can email us at the league and I'll give you his information or just Googling or whatever you so desire, but he does a great job. Um, fast, efficient. Um go check out USWFL dot net uh, is our league website, and check out our website. He just totally redone all of it. Um, schedules will be up on it shortly, so we should have all that released by this weekend so we're we're pretty excited about that um, also news uh from from our schedule personally for the first time in in our league or our team history we've never played Detroit. Detroit Pride, and this season will be our first time playing them, so uh, we look forward to that. They're going to be traveling to us, and we're going to be traveling to them as well. So that's – I know a couple of our girls on our team that's played uh, with another organization, they have played them and faced them before, but from the Thunder team aspect of it, we we never have. So we're, we're looking forward to that matchup this year and see how that plays out. They they like to throw the ball around a lot and um they got some pretty good athletes, that's for sure. So we'll see uh, see how that stands. And I see um we got a caller on the line, so we'll take a take that and see what's
1: up. Hey Jen, it's Welcome Mindy. To-
0: <laughs> hey Mandy, glad you could join us.
1: Sorry, I'm late. I had a work call that ran over, so I'm here.
0: <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, I just had got through the NFL um Information And we're just starting to talk about our season And we're just saying that this is the first time that the Thunder has ever played And this is going to be our fifth season playing the Detroit Pride um, So we got them home and away this year So we're pretty excited about that I know you
1: coming from another team have played them So tell us your thoughts yeah. on that um, Let's see, I'm trying to remember Um, I played them, it was a couple years ago when I played for the Wildfire um they were pretty good like they had some speed um and they were pretty relentless like they hung in there with us Um we ended up I feel like we played them I feel like we had them on our schedule twice and then we ended up having to play them as part of a playoff game yes. And I mean it was it was it was a pretty it was a pretty tough game from what I remember but they they definitely like you know hung in there. They were they were kind of like us. They were a smaller roster team. So, definitely, you know, with some ironman football that we played, but um, right. they were pretty respectful. We didn't have any, you know, how sometimes you you have some people that uh, don't really show a whole lot of sportsmanship, but they they were all really good sports and, you know, they were they were a wonderful team to, you know, play against. That's, you know, my recollection of experience.
0: Well, that's good to hear for sure. And I do know that they, uh, I think if my memory serves me co- correct, uh, that was 2017 uh, when you played them and didn't it come down to the last couple of plays or something like that in the playoffs? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's for all close. the marbles. Yes, <laughs> and then well, I feel like, excited. was that I, I, the last I, game we played? And then we played you was, guys, I feel like.
0: That is that is correct, if, if I remember right. That's, that's <laughs> what I, because I know that, I think we were getting ready. I think y'all played earlier that day, and uh, we were getting ready for our game, and we're like, well, and whoever's going to win this game, yep, whoever wins this yep. game uh, is going to play you guys, so... That's that's definitely good to, the good news to hear because uh, I mean I, I like a good competitive game I don't like to go uh, where they're not organized and where they ain't got their stuff together and you know good sportsmanship yeah. I mean we all work too hard to go in an environment that you know isn't isn't fun and competitive so right uh, mean, we just talked about that...
1: go ahead. I was just going to say that was the thing that, like, I remembered is that it was, you know, it was highly competitive, but at the end of the day it was, you know, very respectful on both sides of it, so.
0: Well, that's that's good news for sure. So we, is, we was talking about uh, opening up March the 30th kickoff, uh, opening up, that's our first official game of the season. Uh, we're opening up on the road at the Carolina Cardinals. That's over in Rayford, North Carolina, uh, not far from the Fayetteville area, so I know they're mm-hmm. a new team this season. So we don't know a lot about them. I just do, do know a couple girls that that actually started the team, and and they're great um, opponents. Did when, they come? I think uh, they played on did, another team, right? Go did ahead. Did they play for
1: Cape Fear?
0: Um, I'm not sure if they did or not. Uh, one of them is Pence Frank she was the center for uh Fayetteville for a while, and um then um mm-hmm. sh- the other one's last name I can't think of her first name is Jones Shonda Jones, maybe uh Shonda I know she's retired because she got uh some concussions several concussions mm-hmm. this last season, and I think she retired so but she's her and um Pitts Fraylin are kinda of heading up the organization over there so I'm sure it's gonna be competitive. So we look forward oh, to yeah. that.
1: Well, Welcome aboard.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um March the tenth, uh Titans, we have officially got that game rescheduled. Uh as for folks that don't know, when we went down there to play at the Titans and the Colts game, uh we got monsooned on. We got lightninged out. We got stormed out. Uh, so we only got to play, I think, about eight minutes total. Um, so they were gracious enough to let us come reschedule it and come back for for a full game. So uh, March the tenth. Let's talk about that a little bit, Mindy.
1: Well, um, I'm excited to return. It was very exciting to go and be able to, you know, be there for the event, even if it only lasted for eight minutes. Um, and I, I just, ever since then, I've just kind of thought of the irony of it all because, you know, the thunder, the lightning, and then <laughs> the monsoon that came and, you know, shut us all down. So um, I'm interesting to, uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it all kind of turns out once we actually get to play a full game against one another. Um, I'm excited to get back on the field and, you know, just see what we got, see how it goes. Um, It was definitely exhilarating walking out of the tunnel, and I was just like, oh, my gosh.
0: We had a question come in earlier about what was it like to see Andrew Luck in that tunnel. Um, Talk about that.
1: Um, Just kind of feeling, I didn't really think that I would be the type of person to be starstruck, but I was. Like, I just remember (laughs) kind of standing there, like, with my mouth open, like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. We're really here. (laughs) <laughs> like there was a part of me that's like wanted to like just reach out and catch them. Make right. sure that this is not just a dream. <laughs> right. Right. I thought that, that was that, really that, as you awesome. said, it was
0: definitely, even though it was only eight minutes and we was all caught up in like, Oh man, it's a bummer. We ha- we have to quit. But like the experience of walking onto that field, coming out of that tunnel and I think we even had a few fans that you got the high five coming out of the tunnel because none of the rest of us was calling <laughs> to do it. Uh, but I think you got it yeah. off, giving them the high five so they didn't get left hanging. But, I mean, I just couldn't imagine these guys make millions and millions of dollars playing a game that we love and sacrifice our bodies and pay to do it. I mean, I just couldn't imagine getting paid to play this game. I mean, that's that's what blows my mind when I watch this game and think these guys are making millions of dollars and complain when they don't make multi-multi-millions because they can't feed their family on that. I'm just like, do you realize that there's women all across the country, and I'm not just going to say U.S. because it's country now, uh, that women's football alluded to, that pay... And sacrifice, play. you know, they have they have families that they got they got to take their children to school, pick their children up from school, and do their activities with their children. They got to cook, maintain their household for the most part, and most of them work a full time job. So football to them is is six, seventh, down the line. Could you imagine what this sport could be, if it was could be other than you know the basically the face family in football, you know. Could you imagine? Right,
1: really. I mean, it, to um, me, and at this point from, you know, because this is my my eighth season playing, but I've been involved in women's football for a decade now. And as I've gotten older in, like, the later part of my career, the reason I feel like I still just keep coming back is because I feel like all of us who are playing now um, at – Much sacrifice to to ourselves. (laughs) Um, I feel like we're kind of like those pioneers that are paving the way for that to eventually Mm -hmm. happen. And I keep doing it, thinking that we are going to get there someday. And it may not even happen while I'm still able to play. But that is the the end goal for me. I love football and I'm passionate about it. I love playing, but at the end of the day, I keep coming back because you know I want to keep feeding into this sport. And I want to see this, you know, it manifests into something gross. Yes, right. it's much bigger. Uh, much bigger than myself. Well, I mean, it's you crazy. just see
0: every year just the steps that it takes to getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like, what does it take out there for this just to bust on the seams and just be a blowout and everybody want to say, hey, I want to be involved with that, you know? Um, I know we've yeah. still got a long ways to go, but like I see so many positive signs. I mean, the Thunder being the first women's tackle football team to play in Nissan Stadium. I mean, well, obviously nobody there else we can go. say they
1: were the first.
0: I mean, so that's that's an advancement. Little old small Tri City here, a hundred thousand people overall, and we get chosen. I mean. I feel like myself, like, that's coming a long way.
1: Oh, definitely. It's coming a long ways because, like, I just remember the very first season I ever played, like playing on a team where we had mixed-matched jerseys, you know, helmets Mm -hmm. didn't match, but whatever it was to to meet the minimum requirements to play. And then now being able to to be a part of, like, a, a sound organization, we are, you know, Getting out there, people are learning more and knowing more about women's football, and then to be able to to play at Nissan Stadium, I mean, what a what a blessing, what a gift to us. And then it's like it's one tiny step towards that main goal that we right. have to really put women's football well, on the map. So, you
0: know, you know, as we wore our jerseys around Nissan Stadium, uh, of course, you know, we were trying to talk it up to everybody there. Just stay for if it's not five minutes. Stay and watch us. I promise you will be entertained. Um, Andy mm-hmm. Hare, who is the uh, principal at uh, our alma mater, Dave and I's both, East, who's actually the principal of the cheerleaders that got to go cheer us on, we talked to him uh-huh. at the, ball game, the basketball game the other night my, where our nephew played, and he says, you just don't realize the amount of people that was still there. They just weren't in the stands because of the monsoon. He said the mezzanine was full of people watching it on the TVs, on the replays, you know, just standing there looking out at the field. He said, I can't tell you. He said there was probably ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 people there just wanting to oh, see, wow. you know, what this is about. And I was like, if we could have just gave them a full game, you know, but maybe that was enough right there to for them to go home and Google it and say, okay, my closest team is here, I'll start supporting them now. Because, obviously, getting fans in our stand is a big step in getting uh, women's football out there. Because if you come to an event and you like it, you're going to go tell your friend, oh, my gosh, let me tell you what I've seen Saturday night. Exactly. You know, this woman's tackle football, just last night... uh, me and a couple of the girls went to pl- to watch the Alabama game at a new restaurant, like, little... It's a restaurant-slash-pub-type club, I guess you would call it. Like, during the day, they serve food for so long, and then at night, they have karaoke, you know. Uh-huh. So, I walk in, and she's like, how many? And I told her, and she's like, what's that ring? And I told her, and she's like, women's football? Are you serious? Like, we need to get involved in this. And before you know, she was a manager, it was a woman, and I'm not saying that a man wouldn't do it, but she understood that, hey, this is something, you help promote us, we'll help promote you, you know, we can do, like, after party, and I was like, she gave me her personal number, and was like, let's set up a meeting, so, you know, it's just getting everywhere you go, you know, I try to tell somebody, so.
1: Right. It's just. That word of mouth. And making sure you're representing that.
0: Right, so, hey, maybe we got some fans from the cheerleaders, parents, uh, from what we heard before the game, we hadn't really talked to any of them afterwards, that they were super stoked about it, um, really excited for the opportunity for their um, athletes to go down there and cheer for us, so uh, tell me about making this tackle for a loss and watching this on the replay on the Jumbotron. Tell me, your, I didn't uh, get a, <laughs> you didn't, I didn't see get a it watch.
1: You didn't get watch on with, the jump I, I saw a video like after the fact, a few days later. Um, but for me, because you know, we, Chris and I, we have we've been out for a little while because you know we foster and we had several children for a period of time. And you know, it's like, oh my gosh, am I really prepared? Like, I haven't practiced enough. <laughs> like, do I still got it? I just had a birthday, like, (laughs) I'm 33 now. Oh, Um, honey, the Dirty 30
0: Club's where it's at.
1: Yeah. We all know that. I just just remember, like, you know, reaching out and, like, the tackle was made, you know, all that stuff happens really fast, and then afterwards I popped up thinking, all right, I still got it. Okay, I can still do this. (laughs) Like, 33, here we go. (laughs)
0: Well, I know I, I I didn't realize the jumbotron was even working because at the beginning, when I came out there, of course we went on defense first, and it was like it happened. So, I mean, it it really didn't, but it just seemed like that it happened so fast. I guess because yes. I was just kind of in awe. I mean. Just looking around yes, that stadium, the there's so much watch. going on. Like, we're really here. This is really happening. I'm pinching myself. When we went in on, well, I think it was just two plays, two or three plays. And, um, of course, uh, Marshida, uh sacked the quarterback and caused the fumble. Jamie recovers it. So, then we're, we're – I just flipped over there. We're on offense. So, then we go score. So when we score, that's when I realized the Jumbotron is working. So I'm standing up looking at the replay on the Jumbotron (laughs) and I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, like no way, like in the slow motion, like it was just like, I don't know if you have seen your biggest star or idol, whoever that is, and you've just seen them and like they kind of what I felt like. I was late getting back to the huddle because I was watching the replay. (laughs) But, I mean, we had never experienced anything like that. I mean, what a step that was for our organization, for women's football, for all the women that play football, not just for us, even though we were honored to have that opportunity. You know, we had a guy tell us he just couldn't believe how physical our team was. And I'm like... If you would just tell your friends come watch us. <laughs> that's how we roll here, you know. <laughs> so um, we needless to say, um, Titan Stadium was a was a bummer because of the rain, but overall the excitement, uh, the thrill of it for me w- was amazing. You know, I was just honored to be able at my age, which is a lot more than your age, to still be a part of something like that. So maybe if I yeah. got a couple more years left in me, we can we can really be advanced, uh, the game itself, uh, as far as getting out there on the map, bigger and better, by then. And then we can sit back and exactly. retire and, and yell at this young generation. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: So,
0: <laughs> but, um, so, you got any more comments um, on that, any more th- thoughts you want to share,
1: experiences before we move on? Um, Just basically, like, I, I kind of felt like – and I remember saying this in the locker room because there was the part of me that was very disappointed. It was, you know, called so early in the game. Mm-hmm. But even in the locker room, I was just like, you know, I want to look at this as a glass half full thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I got to come, and I had never even been – to an actual pro game live. So there was one thing for me and then to be able to like walk out on the field and play, put on my gear, you know. Um I just felt very humbled and blessed by the experience and I'm I'm thankful that we got to, you know, have our 8 minutes or however many it was. Right. And I'm even more excited that we get a return and uh kind of get a do-over and hopefully, you know, no rain.
0: <laughs> no rain and a little more you know, um, action, we can get action happening fast, but I had one of our players tell me um, when we were coming out of uh, the tunnel, coming back, she's like, on a scale of one to ten, how mad are you? And I was like, that scale don't register that high for me being upset that we couldn't continue. Obviously, we know that there's only one person that can control the weather, but, you know, it yeah it op- the opportunity was cut dramatically short, but what time that we had in that field, even though I mean I think they had the music city bowl there on like Thursday or Friday, then the Colts and the titans played and it rained all weekend, so time it came time for us, the shape that that field was still in was amazing. Did Did you realize, I mean, did you pay that yeah. much attention to the footing? I mean, well, listen, it, for the I, amount I of rain that of, was
1: falling, mm-hmm. I thought I should for destroyed myself. For the amount of rain that was falling, something that really, you know, stuck with me, and I, I think back to last year when we played at Fayetteville, you remember, like, uh, it was, like, it was, like, a swamp. I remember I, I ended up doing, like, a big, you know, belly flop into a mud puddle after a loose fall. But, you know, for as much rain as there was, I was surprised at, like, not so much, like, it wasn't dry, but there was, like, no standing water in any areas. Um, You know, it, I guess they have good drainage. I don't know. But I, I was pretty impressed with that because I kept thinking, I feel like there should be more water. Like I should be, I you know, I know. there should be some water splashing up on me or something. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I looked at some like, of the video and the pictures that is out there, and like it's it's hard to like the pictures are even like the raindrops are so big you can see them in the pictures. So yes, <laughs> I think I think I heard that Nashville had three inches of rain that weekend which was is a lot of rain for that area. So to come out like like it was I was amazed at how good shape the field was in. So but I mean, you know, when you've got every tool at your disposal and money's not an option, you know, that's not bad to have to make sure your field stays in great shape
1: either, so Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um Jamboree February the 16th, Uh, we're headed over to the Gators. Uh, We're going to do a jamboree, like your typical high school jamboree. I'm not sure who all of our opponents are going to be yet because they're still working out all the details. But uh, I look forward to that. I've never been a part of one of those other than just uh, our very first season. We kind of did that. Uh, like a three-way scrimmage type jamboree not I mean it was it's I think this is going to be the more like football high school jamboree uh, we're going to play so long then another team the Gators are going to come in and um, play and then we're going to switch back and then switch back again so this is going to be your typical like high school jamboree I think and so I'm pretty excited to uh, to, to get involved in and, and play in one of these because I've never really had that opportunity
1: have you uh, I'm pretty excited too because I, I've never I've never got to do that at all um and I'm just kind of interesting to see how that works out and I feel like it's kind of a good thing it's one of those it's one of those things that's a positive for women's football because you know we face each other and we're opponents but you know it's kind of one of those things to where we got to you know, there's some camaraderie there and it kind of unites all of us at the same time. So I'm kind of, I'm excited to see how all that turns out. Um, and I think it's pretty interesting who came up with the idea to do the jamboree.
0: Well, initially I know that uh coach Dave was planning one to get Knoxville involved. And then this opportunity got rescheduled for March the 10th. So I, I would assume that he and Katisha at the Gators have been working together uh since that we kinda scratched going to do a jamboree with them since we're gonna do the March to tenth against them. So, um uh, I feel like personally this is a great uh a great way for us to learn. Um because in practice mm-hmm. this is just from a player aspect. I think um not only will it be fun, but going against each other every single week in practice kind of, I don't want it to just to come off wrong, but kind of gets predictable because you know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And if I know your weakness, I'm going to exploit that weakness.
1: So then
0: it becomes a little (laughs) bit personal because so-and-so has beat so-and-so one-on-one, you know. So I think to see competition that uh, from a different aspect and to play against somebody that we don't even, you know, when we put our defense against offense, well, all of our defense knows our offensive set and, you know, even if they don't hear the play, they've got a good idea of, of, you know, what we're going to run. So I think practicing against somebody that doesn't have a clue of what we're going to run. And us not having a clue what they're going to run, I think helps us uh, really learn a lot. And, I mean, I hope that's the case. I've never been a part of it, but that's what it thats what it lo- would look like from the outside looking in um, from our coaches that have had a chance to do that. So I- I'm really excited about
1: this. I am too. You know, last year was my, my first year of playing for Tri-Cities, and before that I had – you know, the team that we played on, we never were able to, like, set up actual scrimmages against other teams. And last year we were able to participate in two different scrimmages before our season started. And I just know that for me personally that it was it was a great learning experience because, you know, whenever you're live and this is a live game, like, there's, mm-hmm. there's coachable moments, but sometimes those things get missed. But whenever you're, you know, in the midst of a scrimmage, And it's not solely about competition. It's about learning. There there are moments whenever you can be coached and, you know, you're able to tweak little things and and see stuff that you can change that are, that's going to help you be better, um, you know, overall as a competitor. And I just feel like this, this in itself is just going to kind of increase that because you're going to be playing, you know, not just one, but two different teams. So, I'm pretty right. excited to be able to participate in that. I think it's really cool and I'm glad that they got together and decided to do this for us. Yes. Yes,
0: so am I. So um the whole schedule isn't out yet, but for us rematch of twenty eighteen Iron Woman Championship, Tri City Thunder versus Hampton Road Lady Eaters. Um That's going to have to be put on the back burner to the very last game of the season. That's a a long time to burn for some, um, what's the word? Uh, You want to get even with them?
1: Yeah, the redemption. It's a long time to wait for it. Redemption.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, that's a... that's gonna to have to be that's gonna be our last game of the season and it's gonna be at home. So who knows? That game could come down for a home field advantage for the playoffs. I mean, we just never know. I mean the Gators obviously won it last year and beat us in the championship, so uh I'm sure they're stopped, locked, and reloaded, uh, to make a run for it again in this year as obviously that's what should be all of our goals but um we only get to see them one time this year, and it is the last game of the season. So, uh, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I know that it's, you know, kind of like a long time to, to wait for it, but, you know, maybe that's that's a good thing for us. Um, it's going to give us time and opportunity to, you know, go up and, you know, meet some new competitors. Like you said, the, is it the Carolina Cardinals, they're yes. new to us you know, um we're going to get to you know get that playing experience in through the season to where it should be an interesting game i would say um you know and just as much as i'm sure that they're getting ready for you know to try to make a another run at the championship you know we are too so it, it should be interesting to see how it all pans out um but you know maybe it's a good thing that it's at the very end of the season, <laughs> it kind yeah, of, you know, we
0: could have it. some time to work <laughs> some kinks out, you know, uh,
1: work some kinks out the, the, and salivate over, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing is, um, you know, a lot of teams aren't even really going in just have started. Like maybe this is the first, this past weekend was their first uh, weekend in full pads. I mean, goodness we've been in full pads for a couple months so I think the coaches and and stuff have done a good job of getting things set up I don't like to use this word but it happens sometimes things get a little stale I guess is the correct word to use Um, myself I love practice I, I mean I enjoy it I look forward to I was lost this week without it since he gave us the week off but I think uh, mm-hmm. looking at our, our calendar and saying, okay, we have got to get prepared for now until February the 16th. We've got to get prepared for this jamboree. We've got to get things on point. And then after that, we can come back, look at the video, fix our mistakes, work on from February the 16th to March the 10th, work on all the things that we may have screwed up on or not executed correctly, getting back to say, okay, we've got to get all this fixed and be sharp and on point for March the 10th. We're going back to the Titans. So go back to the Titans March the 10th, come back home, review the tape, look over things, and say, hey, we've got 20 days until season. You know, Our now opener. it's time <laughs> to buckle up the chin straps. We have got 20 days to get everything skill-wise honed in to get everything, you know, all the jitters and miscues out. So I, I like that aspect of being able to work towards steps. You know, it gives you, not that the season is not enough for me, because it is. I mean, obviously, like I said, I love to practice, but I, I, I like that that little setup like that. We got something going on um, every month from now until – March the 30th so I'm really Excited about That and what this season holds for us I think it's going to be a special year I do too
1: Uh, I felt that um, I remember whenever we Made our return like just Just having that feeling um, At practice I was like This is is going to be a big year for us And just Feeling excited and the changes That had already kind of taken place And just kind of being a part of the atmosphere and the, the energy and the dynamic, you know, it has changed slightly for the team, I feel like. And it's all been for a positive. Because, um, you know, I, I've always taken, you know, that in that end, that's, I'm real observant of those things. But uh, I'm just real excited to to see how the the year unfolds. But, you know, it's like you said, there's something planned for every month. So we have something to look forward to, to kind of work towards, like you said, Working out those kinks, getting ourselves in the best shape possible to have as much success as possible. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that because I love I love when a teammate, um, you not only being a teammate, but a, I consider a really good friend have that same drive, that same passion, um, you know, the same goals. So moving on a little bit, um, after being D lineman. Uh, Of the year in the USWFL in 2018. Personally, what's some of your goals for this upcoming season? Oh, you know, (laughs) it's like putting you on the spot.
1: (laughs) It really it it does a little bit. Um, Like even coming back and playing, you know, at the at Nissan Stadium, um, just kind of feeling like I've got big shoes to fill. After last year, I had a really good season. Um. And I'm like, well, I've got to step it up a notch because I don't want to just become lax and, you know, kind of stay at the same level. Um, I want to try to strive to do that much more and um, be better for my team. So, you know, there's things that I want to work on personally as far as, like, you know, conditioning, um, just being wiser, playing smart, <laughs> um, and, it's good to play with some emotion and have passion, but also learning to kind of uh, rein that in a little bit. So that way it doesn't, that's not what drives me. And I'm able to make more logical and calculated moves and decisions while I'm on the field. So there's a cognitive and kind of a cerebral aspect to it of things I want to work on personally. And then there's also the physical aspects that I want to work on just so that way I can, you know, do do the best I possibly can for my team. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just like I remember whenever I I got that tackle. One of the things I thought was okay. So it wasn't just a bunch of hype. I you know, I can still I can still do this. I can still ball. So um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I just want to be able to you know have as good a season as possible. And you know whenever I, I say that I don't I don't want to say that just for for me as far as like you know. Uh, as good of a defensive year for myself, but, you know, for the overall bigger picture, because, you know, my work and what I do it plays a big role in, you know, our success as a team. So I want to just make sure that I'm doing as much as I possibly can to help kind of propel us towards success. So just working on those things. <laughs> Hoping well, I have as good a year that's as I did last year.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's definitely good goals to have, I mean, you know um every year the competition gets better the a lot tougher, the schedules get, seem like they get a lot tougher. you know, I remember when um mm-hmm. uh, looking back, you would look on your schedule and say, well, that's a win that's pro- uh that game's questionable, that's a win, you know now that that's yeah. not you can't do that. Every game, every week that you go into once season starts, it, it's it's tough. I mean, it's a battle every single week, weekend and week out. So, and, and that's the way realistically it should be because that means everybody overall is, appro- is improving, you know. That means that, mm-hmm. you know, now obviously there's some organizations out there that just like to have a good time and it'll never be any better. But uh, for the most part, overall, um, I like what I'm seeing.
1: Well, even football. last year, I remember when we had with the kickoff classic, the first game of the season, um, you know, we played our game against, I think we played the Pumas.
0: And then after mm-hmm.
1: that, we stayed and we watched the rest of the games. And I just remember thinking then during our opener, like, this is going to be one of the most competitive seasons that I have played in, because um, just being able to watch and see the talent that was coming from all these different teams and even some older teams that, you know, maybe had made some changes and stuff, I was like, this is going to be a really interesting year. And then as the season unfolded, it really proved to be so. And it was one of those things that you couldn't just look at a schedule and say, oh, yeah, that's a win for sure. You had to mm-hmm. go into it with the mindset of, I've got to give it my all <laughs> because if not, yeah. you know, the outcome would be a loss for us. So, um, like yeah, it was game, really yeah. yeah. You don't want to be yeah. sleeping on anybody. That's for sure. No, um, and, that's, that's... and all honesty, the tail end of 2017, whenever I was playing for the wildfire, I had noticed a, a kind of a, a little bit of a shift in, um, the, the level of competitiveness, from before because, you know, the team that I played on, they've existed within this league for many years. And that season really seemed kind of like a turning point with the competition. And then going into last year, the 2018 season, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, there's people that yeah. are bringing in their A game. Um, some, old, some older players that I had seen play before, you've seen them stepping it up. Um, so it's very exciting. And for me – I don't want to be able to look at a schedule and think, oh, yeah, that's a win for sure. Right. Um, I have a competitive heart, so I want to go up against, you know, teams that are going to give us their all, and it's going to be a truly enjoyable game because the blowouts are no fun. (laughs) Um, I mean, afterwards, yeah, a win is exciting and everybody enjoys a win, but whenever it feels like you didn't really, like, put the work in for it, you know, some of those easy games that people have, it kind of takes away from that, that joy that I get as far as being a competitor, you know. But Right. It's changing.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I've been involved in women's football. This is the seventh year. And until we played in overtime against you guys in 2017, that was the first overtime game that I'd ever been a part of. And since then, well, I mean, that's just been a year I'm getting ready to start the second season. I mean, how many overtime games have we seen? I mean, the Thunder themselves been a part of several. So, I yeah. mean, that right there tells you that the 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 com- – I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for there is, but the cognuity is there to uh, – that the teams are compatible. You know, there's nothing good. Yes. Yeah for anybody comes from a blowout. Uh, we went and played right. Indiana and you know love their hearts, the, the coaching wasn't there. Uh the ladies tried. I really feel like that they tried. They were great sportsmen. But I mean, we won beat them by seventy and eighties. I mean what's what's the that's not good for anyone, you know. That's not good for the sport. Um that's not good for the ladies it's that you're not good competing for the, against.
1: Well, right. Exactly. I The first team that I played on, because it started out the West Virginia Wonders, then um, it was bought out and became the West Virginia Wildfire. When I played for the Wonders, we never even – I mean, we got blew out by everybody. <laughs> um we we never even scored a touchdown the entire season, and it was very disheartening. Um, and then after that season, there were a handful of us that stuck it out and played, but then there were a lot of, you know, my former teammates that were really kind of turned off by the whole experience and didn't want anything to do with it because they felt as if they were a joke, you know, um, and that women's football wasn't going to be taken seriously. But it doesn't have to be that way, and really, it's just you know, it depends on the organization. Um, you know, being organized is important, but on top of that, having like a you know a good quality coaching staff that is going to work with players and help them not just stay at this level, but but work to increase well, that's their the skills, thing.
0: develop them, mm-hmm. develop yes. them out. I mean to see your potential and push you to that potential, you know, my first year I played on a team that was terrible. We had some pretty good talent, but we had no coaching staff. We had no sense of direction. I mean, we were terrible. I mean, absolutely horrendous. I mean, we did score, and we did even win a, a one game, maybe two, but I mean, it was just, at, at some point, if you don't get away from that culture, winning, winning is habit forming, I say, and so is losing, because once you get beat so bad so many times, it's like, well, nothing's going to change, so I'm just going to do whatever, and you know, you're know, you not going to push yourself, and you're not going to work hard, and you're not going to do those extra hours at practice or those extra days in the gym or you know, you're not going to push yourself at all because, oh, well, we're just going to get blue out again this week, you know, so to see it change, uh,
1: I I really, I'm really glad to see that part of the sport going away. It's funny that you say you wonder, (laughs) because whenever I played for the West Virginia Wonders, I remember it was kind of like a a running joke of you know wonder wonder if we're going to score this week or wonder if we'll win a game this season. <laughs> it really wow. ended up being that way. Like I hated that that was our our team name, the Wonders, because we were always left wondering, you know, <laughs> are we ever going to get right. better? <laughs> what are we doing yeah, with our what are we it. doing here? Right. But yep. I'm glad that I stuck it out and um, I returned to women's football. I took a, a brief you know break while I finished my my degree and you know I came back to an organization that had a a higher level of organization than the previous one Um, and there was more coaching with that team so um, you know to be able to kind of step it up and move into that uh, I'm glad that I did stick it out and really in all honesty it was you know it's just been my love for the game that kept me kind of Coming back year after year, it's almost like women's football is an addiction for me. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta well,
0: have it. Well, Wendy, I said, "Well, you got anything else that um, you want to talk about? You want to discuss anything else?"
1: Mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I could, I could ramble on <laughs> and talk football ball night, like, but uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know um, we we got just about uh, 20 minutes, a little over 20 minutes left. So, I mean, we can, I, I'm sure that everybody will be glad to have Coach Dave back next week. But, uh, hey,
1: we got our feet in the water and we I'm, did the best we could. I know. So, I'm like, he's, he's out with bronchitis. I'm here with bronchitis. My face is red and stuff. <laughs> yeah I'm just glad He was in the, the ER at 4 something Yeah no
0: doubt Because I'm sitting here Wrapped up in my throat In in the office with the door shut So he was in the ER at 4 or something This morning So he's he's not even began
1: to get he, over his yet So Listen if, if, if it was a video Like show we would have to put Tweet up <laughs> for being a host yeah, for that Yeah I figured I'm not. that she might call
0: in she didn't yeah she could get on there and dance I pushed her commercial to play it earlier and it didn't play so I went back to talking and then it just starts playing I said well anybody that knows tweed knows that that's uh she makes her own entrance so uh, yeah. <laughs> we we just got a text uh that says we have done a good job so we appreciate that and and he Coach Davis actually sent me a question asking, "What are my goals this season?" Put me on the yeah, spot since what I, are I put your you on goals, it. Kim? <laughs> I well, should have done that to you. <laughs> you should have, but he beat you to it. So, I mean, ultimately, there, there's only one goal for me, and that's hoisting the trophy on July the 14th. So, if we do that, that's 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 my goal. I mean, obviously, I want to be the best player that I can be, and I want to be pushed in ways that I haven't been pushed before because, you know, I, I see so much potential on this team. Like, I think it's going to be a special year. We have so many great athletes. Uh, we have so much more knowledge. You know, these girls coming back, uh, the ones that played last year or the year before. I mean, Caitlin, she's the only one left, me and her, that. Here from the original team um and of course all of our new ladies that played elsewhere that's come and join us this year or you know i'm just excited i'm just excited to be a part of this season um things have kind of changed a little bit in the wave of women's football for me stepping over to the coaching side of it on the offensive line so that's a different take that's challenged me um to prepare for practice in a way that I hadn't before. So my goals is not only as a player to be the best player I can be, but to be the best coach that I can be to the offensive line, to, you know, help others succeed, to help our team grow, and and just be there for our team however that I need to be used, wherever I need to be used. If that, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, is is my goal is just for us to win ball games, to be successful, and hoist the trophy up July the 14th. It says 2019 Iron Woman National Champion. I mean, it doesn't get more simpler than that for me. <laughs> so it's funny that you, you, know.
1: you were talking about coaching, and whenever we came back for our first practice, Kristen and I, we were on our way home, and I was like, so do I need to call Jim coach now? Because, like, she's well, coaching us. It's like, nah. and I call I Coach Dave and Coach Mike coach. I was like, I feel like I need to call her coach, too. She was like, No, I Anderson's mean, Hen- yeah, coaching that and I'm like,
0: That's weird. That's what she calls me. And I'm like, That's weird. Like, well, uh, you're I don't coach? care, obviously, what you call. I know, but I'm your all's teammate. Like, you know, yeah, I'm there to help you all any way possible, but. I don't know. It's just weird to hear that. <laughs> I mean, okay. obviously, my goal is when I retire to 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 coach, but not that I'm not now, but, you know, to be more, more advanced. So, right now, you know, Jen's good, but whatever you want to call me is fine. You know, I'm easy to get along with, so. <laughs> but uh, definitely just looking forward to the season. I mean, I'm just – every year we've seen our team grow and change, and each year I, I find myself and Dave, We, you know, football never stops around here. It's 24-7. We go to bed talking about it, get up talking about it. Our team's like so really, much better this year. Like, it, it, and it really is. It isn't just us saying that. It's like we grow and we develop and we get new additions. Like, who would have thought, you know, we won the championship in 2017. Okay, obviously, you know, you got to have a lot of help along the way to win a championship. So I felt like we had a great team, but come in 2018, we're like, this is the best team we ever had. This is, you know, we obviously fell a little short at the end, but, like, that doesn't mean – that our team wasn't better just because we didn't ultimately went, you know, we done a lot of stuff to cost us in that game that.
1: You, you know, we couldn't overcome
0: though. it. Right. But, uh, and, and now this year it's like, man, this is legit. The best team like that we've had, we've got so we've got, well, we've got more players right now than we've ha- ever had. So, you know that's a good sign, but we don't just have players; we have athletes, we have good, you know, teammates. We've got—I mean, you know—I'm just very happy with where our team is heading for 2019. I think it's going to be a special,
1: special year.
0: So, you know, I'm just—I'm uh,
1: just ecstatic. I am too. I'm excited. And you know it is. You say like um, you know last year you felt like that was the best team that you'd ever had. You know, for me coming back this season because last year was my first year. And this season I'm feeling like this is gonna this is gonna be a killer year for us. But you know, <laughs> again, one of the things I'm so excited about is just not just the the level of athleticism. Um, it's just the way the dynamics are rolling. Everything just feels really good, and that cohesion. Um, that mm-hmm. every team needs to be successful, you just feel it. It just You can walk into the room and you feel it, and it's amazing to be a part of that. And I'm just really pumped about just seeing, you know, how this year unfolds and how everything goes. But I'm excited. The, I was excited to see, you know, the girls that I played with last year. It was like a reunion when I came back. And then, mm-hmm. I know. you know, I the like new faces. Hugs. <laughs> yeah. I was yep. excited to see everybody, and then there's new people, so then I'm like, Oh my gosh, it feels like the first day of school, kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was also very like you know welcoming and it just I just felt you know at home again, so um, I'm excited to see you know how two thousand and eighteen plays out for us. It's gonna be a big year,
0: well, you know when we went to uh I know you all didn't get to be a part of that unfortunately, but uh, when we went over to the smash for the that scrimmage um we when we went over there like it took us a a little you know a little while to kind of get you know live action you know was over like you could just feel it like we came together by the end of that game and was playing as a team, as a unit, you know, and that's special in that short period of time. You know, I just, I just felt it then a, hey, you know, I've seen these ladies, you know, coming and asking questions. How do I fix this? What do I need to do here? You know, tell me how I can do this or, you know, just buying into what we're selling and that's the winning culture to do things the right way was just so special and I knew from that moment you know on that it that it's gonna be that it's gonna be a good year so uh I wanted to also uh, I know you haven't been around the Sweeneys much uh yet, but they have been here ever since the first practice. They're, of course, they're doing the movie, but Honest uh, Anna is. But, man, Wendy has helped us so much. Uh, we we just can't thank her enough if she's listening to that from, from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> she has just jumped in there and just any way possible, just like kind of took on, I think Tweed told her that she was hey, mom. mom. Of, yeah, yeah, she was mommin' hey, as Tweed mom. said. So... I felt like that's been me for four years and I'm pretty excited to see somebody else in that role. I really am. I ain't going to lie. But uh, from <laughs> that's the depths uh, <laughs> of, uh, not it's that I'm true, lying, but Kristen. it just, it, it is. I just feel like Kristen that. Called you mom know, last year. I know. <laughs> I know. So I, I feel like that, She's just jumped in there and been a trooper and they're gonna be here all season and I'm just we're so thankful for them to for coming on and doing this project for one and for two, you know, Wendy's put in a lot of hard work just outside of you know, of course she's helping Anna film uh to put together this project, but just stuff outside that she didn't have to do or she didn't have to volunteer to take that responsibility or she didn't have to, you know just whatever it may be, she's got us a, a back, at, you know, plan in case of inclement weather now. So she's just
1: really went out
0: our way to uh, to make 2019 special as well. So you know, I like all the hands on the deck being involved, um, and we just really, really appreciate them. And they're great people; they really are. So we're just so super excited to have them here for 2019 and who knows hey they may want to stay with us longer so <laughs> uh, but Hopefully uh, you got so anything
1: else I would say I was just going to say like you know I have not been around her for very long but one of the things I like about her she is a planner and you need one of those <laughs> she's a she planner is, and, she's, and she is everything.
0: well she's a nurse practitioner by trade so you know not a lot of people know this about Wendy, you know, but we've been personally involved with him. Well, I mean, Dave knew him before he and I got married. So I've known him for 15 years. So, you know, she, she went through a tough battle with cancer, breast cancer, and she's really, she really had some struggles there for a while with her health and, um, she got back on the on the right track with getting that straightened out, but now she's a nurse practitioner, so she she is on top of things. I mean, she, she definitely she'll is. be like she's <laughs> even like some days. Did you do this? Did you do that? And I'm like, I did this, but not that. But I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> I, I I like it. I appreciate it. You know, because good as they say, good help is hard to find, and that's a true statement because. A lot of times, you know, people don't care as much about your project or your organization um, if they can't benefit from it in some way. So uh, we're right. definitely
1: grateful for them, for sure. So, and, and in all honesty, like, you know, we would not have as much success if we didn't have that kind of support. Um, it it takes that kind of support to propel you know, any type of business organization, a team to success. So the fact that she's jumping in there and she's very hands-on and it's been helpful, you know, it's, it's amazing. You know, you don't see many people that are willing to just, to just jump in there and get their hands dirty and do what they can to help. So I appreciate it too. Well,
0: especially, you know, especially if they don't benefit from it directly immediately You know, in a money-driven society that we're in today, it's all about me, 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 me. You know, it's a breath of fresh air when somebody is like, how can I help you? You know, so, you know, and a good, honest, you know, honest, hard-working, her and her husband, Bo, James, I mean, he shuttled people at, at the Titans game. I mean, he took people here and there, and, you know, he took time. It was up in the morning, you know taking people to their cars and getting people in out of the rain, you know, he just went and got the, him and Dave went and got the pizzas, you know, so just hours of stuff that he didn't even have to do himself, you know, so, um, you know, that that kind of help is, good help is hard to find, and we definitely, definitely appreciate them for sure, so. So, uh, one more thing before we go, because we got about, well just a few minutes left Our quarterback is um, Over on a mission trip right now I'm not exactly where She's at all I know is in Honduras uh, Doing some mission work so We're definitely going to miss her this week But uh, Kudos I mean She's she's young um, I like to see young people With their heart in the right place And uh I definitely hope she has yeah, a good, safe trip. Others. Right. So, um you know, we're definitely going to miss her this week. But she's doing what her heart's calling her to do, and that's mission work. And that's something nowadays with, with young people that, you know. Very rare. Very rare. It's very <laughs> rare to keep them on a good track. So we're definitely blessed to have her, and, and we appreciate what she's doing for those people. So, well. Mindy, if you ain't got anything else, I guess we're going to jump off here and call it a night. We about spent all of our time gabbing away, so hopefully we've done a satisfactory job, and maybe we'll get to come back some other time and do it again.
1: All right. I'm like, oh, I prepare myself <laughs> for the next time. Take some I think we've
0: done fine. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a pat on the back. <laughs> Even
1: though you were late, your calling, but...
0: <laughs> we understand what it calls, is work. I know We all got to pay those bills Unfortunately so <laughs> Well I appreciate yeah. it and, uh, and we will see you Sunday If nothing happens Ready for practice and Make things happen
1: Alrighty I'll see you guys then
0: Alright have a good week
1: Alright you too Alright bye bye
0: All right, we appreciate Mindy coming on tonight and helping us out with this. Uh, If nothing happens, uh, Coach gets better. He'll be back next week. So uh, I guess we're going to jump off here for tonight, and we thank you all for your time tuning in.